Welcome to Ozarks Hates and Hooch. This ain't no fancy, academic, check your references kind of deal. We are two sisters from the Ozarks, sipping and spewing about Hanks, Hooch, and history. Hey everybody, welcome to Ozarks Hanks and Hooch. This is Dawn. I'm Dina. Yep, Dina's here. We're I'm still, still here. We're still in the same room. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're glad you're here. So let's see. Dina has the big story. I have all the other things. Um, we got, oh, all, we're going to, here it goes. All the things. We have all the social medias, Facebook. Well, not all of them, but Facebook and Instagram. Um, we don't have different Wi-Fi's. Elvis is running around here, but he's kind of quiet and he'll go sleep. So I don't think we've got any problems there. Um, the guy came in mode yesterday, so we're all good there. Mm -hmm. We had a big thunderstorm yesterday, Mm -hmm. so we're all good there. I got a (laughs) night off. It was amazing. I sat on my couch. Some people did. Those of us that work inside did not, however. It's been 185 degrees outside the last week. That is right. Oh my gosh, it's been awful. Um, okay, if we are on every platform that there is, I just got to notice that Stitcher is folding. So I guess we're not going to be on that anymore because no, nobody is. Nobody but anyway, is. wherever you hear us, please subscribe and give us stars or thumbs up or whatever it is because that helps us move to the top and it helps us get new listeners. We release on the 1st and the 15th of each month. Um, we have a website. Ozarks Haints in in the letter in hooch.weebly.com and we have some new patrons so um we want to thank Paige uh who's a hoochie we want to thank Anora who is a haint um we want to thank Corinne who moved from a hoochie to a haint so thank you all for your support yep you guys that are listening and have not supported us yet, um, shame. shame, shame, shame. I was going to be nicer than that, <laughs> Tina, but I was just going to say, if you enjoy this, please follow these lovely people and, um, uh, you know, you can be a hoochie for a couple dollars a month and you get some things. You can be a haint for $5 a month and you get early episodes. And by early, I mean sometimes it's the day before, like this time. Sorry, girls. Um, and uh, and then it goes up from there. But it really does help us keep the old episodes online. Um, we got some merch that we're thinking that we might want to do. And we just, you know, all of that stuff costs money. So please... Please, if you like this um, podcast, please think about, you know, giving us a little uh, financial love. Also, I think Patreon now lets you um, donate one lump sum, so it doesn't have to be a monthly pledge. But um, yeah. I'm a patron of several people. And, you know, if you do $2 a week, um, a week, a month, or $5 a month, you don't even know it's coming out. I yeah. mean, so anyway, please um, support all the creators. Is there anything else besides the drink that nope, I... No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, now i got to get over here to the... Okay. So, obviously, this drink recipe is European because 
I had to convert milliliters to ounces because yeah. I don't. We're at mom's, and I swear to God, I'm making drinks out of tin cans and whatever because she has nothing down here. And she here. also said to di- this time, I'll bring the pineapple juice and the limes. Can you bring the 14 other alcohols? Uh, I know, but sure. I don't. Sure. <laughs> I gave her a bottle of $40 freaking cherry liqueur from last time, though, so. Uh, so this cocktail is called the Lost Boy, and you'll find out why in a minute. But it's pretty good. Yeah, it's um, forty-five milliliters, which is one and a half ounces, by the way, which is a shot glass. Okay, of coconut rum, fifteen milliliters, which is a third of that, of almond syrup. Well, we, I didn't want to make almond syrup, which you make, by the way, with it's like simple syrup and you put some almonds in there. I'm sure, I mean, almond flavoring. Extra, yeah. I'm sure you there's you can go to your local fancy liquor store and get a $20 tiny bottle of almond syrup. But 30 milliliters of pineapple so juice. So we used amaretto. She didn't oh, God, finish I forgot. That. Yes, we used amaretto. Yeah, we used amaretto. More, uh-huh. more alcohols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why I forgot to finish it. <laughs> and then 30 milliliters of pineapple juice, which is that's one nice. ounce, by the way. And then 15 milliliters of fresh lime juice, which we had. Two dashes of allspice liqueur. Okay, really? I have never seen that in my life, and I've seen a lot of stuff. So we use bitters. And then a 15 milliliter dark rum floater. And a 16-ounce glass. You're supposed to garnish with cherry and a pineapple frond, which I have a pineapple frond out in the compost pile, but I didn't think we'd probably want to do that. Go dig that out. No, thank you. So you put all that stuff in a shaker, add ice cubes, cap, and shake vigorously. Well, we don't have a shaker, so I stirred it. I think I have one at the house. I need to keep bringing you one for here. So you can complain about that whenever we... Okay. Uh And then strain into a serving glass filled with ice and garnish. And it's pretty good. I mean, I mean, mine's half gone already. I know it's pretty good. It's um, what's it taste like to me? It tastes like a Malibu. Yeah, except we I used it's the good coconut rum from uh, Mexico. Oh, yeah, it's good. We used the fancy rum, and we used my fancy ice ball. You did instead of ice ice. So. Anyway, okay, I think that's all for me. So I'm going to turn it over to Dina. Okay, so today's story comes from Goodnight Hollow, Missouri, which I didn't know existed. Who knows Who knows um, where that is? Yeah, but it does. Well, I'm going to tell you where it was because mm. I looked it up. Mm. Uh-huh. Goodnight Hollow is located north of Walnut Shade and east of Highway 65. Um, it's actually near... It may be part of the Hilltop Lookout Tower. How do we not know this? I don't know. Because it's not really a town. I think it's just like a hollow. Like like Mutton Hollow or something like that. Yes. But um, it does say. Can I interject something? Uh This is two stories in a row that we have never heard of in our Uh lives. So don't worry about us um, running running out out of stuff. stuff. That's right. Um, so while I was scouring the internet for stories about the Ozarks, um, I found this one. Uh, it's called The Lost Boy of the Ozarks, and the story is by Steve Friedman. And I'm going to read an excerpt from this later because it really is a really good ghost story, um, but it's completely fictional. However, it is all based on the legend I'm getting ready to tell you about, which... Um, 
this I don't have a whole lot of information on this legend because I'd never heard of this and I did do a lot of googling and trying I went to Facebook because there's several um Ozark Ozark stuff and I've tried to find books which I found some books that have some stories in it that I want to do later but I couldn't find um this legend except in a couple of places and it was the exact same words so the legend is that a boy disappeared around 1903 in Goodnight Hollow, Missouri, and stories say that he had a stammer or a stutter, and that he went into the woods in the middle of the night, likely starving. Some versions of the story have the boy getting so hungry that he feasts on his baby sister, causing his mother to hang herself from a willow tree. Wow. Yeah. Um, others state he waits in the center of the woods for lost hikers. Um, there is something about him being hungry. He's always hungry because 1903, it was um, hard to find food. His family wasn't well off. Also, and you can't grow very much here because it's all rocky. rocky yeah. Um, what else? Oh, in all the stories, his mouth is smeared with viscera and he wears a raccoon skin type hat or cap. Uh, late night noises from the woods are attributed to him still searching for his way home or his next meal. Hmm. So, there. I'd never heard that before. Um, I did say something to Janet, who um, we did a story about the old wire road that runs through her folks' place. And she had heard of Goodnight Hollow, Missouri. So, I I guess we're just, I don't know, living in a did box. Did you look it I up? On, is it on the map? Do yes. I need and, to look? Oh. No, I have it. It's one of my extras. Okay. I okay. did. I did. It is like smack dab in between... 65 Highway in the Hilltop Lookout Tower. Huh. Okay. Which makes me think that Hilltop... Anyway, oh, let me go ahead and say this. All right, sorry. Um, Scooter and I are going to go hop in the Jeep this afternoon and go find it. Because we have an afternoon off together. We're shipping Pace off to um, Panama City Beach, Florida with his youth group from church. So, Skitter and I are going to go on an adventure. So. so, if we don't ever hear from him again, this may yes. be the last time you hear Dina's voice. That's right. The lost the boy, boy is going to eat her. Yeah, the lost boy is going <laughs> to eat me. So, I'm going to read you an excerpt from the story, and hopefully it will stoke your interest in reading the entire thing. Um, and, of course, we've left a link for that. You'll be able to, to find that. Um, this story was published in Backpacker Magazine in October of 2009. And really? Yeah. Huh. I used to get that magazine. I mean, how weird. I'm, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. All right. So this is The Lost Boy of the Ozarks by Steve Friedman. Goodnight Hollow, Missouri. A boy walked into the woods and no one worried. In those days, five-year-olds skinned squirrels and giggled and a child could open a sow's throat with a single steady swipe. Before they were taught figures, daughters learned how to season steaming possum meat. Sons of slaves. <laughs> Sorry, that was just me throwing up in my mouth a little bit. Sons of slaves plowed the rocky soil and mothers bled to death in childbirth. And if a little girl cut her finger and the cut oozed green and the finger swelled, then her father measured the child and he started nailing together a tidy box of pine. In the hidden hollows of Missouri's Ozark Mountains, which is where the boy lived, times were hard. It was 1903 and the boy had just turned eight. But there was game to hunt hogs to butcher, and there was no pine box or preacher or slab of limestone to mark the boy's passing, because there was no boy. The woods had claimed him. Adults paid respect in private, 
on sagging elm porches late at night over lonely guttering flames. They remembered the child's pale green eyes, the coonskin cap he always wore. They remarked that his stutter must have made his short childhood more difficult than most. Wives murmured to husbands that the missing boy was surely in a happier place, but what they remembered was their own children had avoided the boy the way pack animals avoid the diseased and the crippled. That ever since the boy was born, he had carried in his downcast gaze something ghostly and damned. Time passed, and when visitors from nearby Abesville Abesville and Reed Spring and Chestnut Ridge, I know all those places, right? right. Found themselves walking in the woods where the boy had disappeared. They remembered beatings they had suffered when they were young, and worse, they suddenly recalled the welts they had left on their own children's flesh. They conjured visions of their little boys and girls' quivering lips. Mothers looked up through the thick, fetid canopy toward a sunny and benign forgiveness they longed for, but which the woods made them doubt and they blinked back tears. Fathers heard the wind make ghastly, forlorn noises in the trees, and the men felt cold. And then the strangers hurried out of the woods, and after a while, very few walked in those woods at all, though no one could explain exactly why. More time passed, and then the one only reminder of what had happened was the way some of the, was the way some of the stopped, sorry, was the way some of the stooped, white-haired waitresses at Gus's Diner on State Highway 176 would squeeze their lips together whenever a family with a little boy with brown hair and pale green eyes would sit down at a table. And sometimes, if the boy giggled, one of the ancient waitresses would have to take a cigarette break, and tourists would see her outside, sitting on a pine bench, her shoulders silently convulsing. Then, even the old waitresses died off, And mountains of Oklahoma dust swirled over the land, and noontime turned to night. The Great Depression came, and engineers built Bagnell Dam, and later, developers carved Branson out of the state's blood-soaked red soil. Midwestern millionaires started flocking to the Lake of the Ozarks, and had missed violin-playing Japanese and joke-telling Russians and cigarette-shaped speedboats that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. People forgot about the little boy who walked in the woods and never came out. Time passed and men stood on the moon and a peanut farmer was elected president and life wasn't as hard anymore. And a family from Eureka Springs, Arkansas, just across Missouri's southern border, drove north towards St. Louis to visit relatives. After an hour on the road, the father pulled over at a shady spot and announced to his wife and two children that the gateway to the west could wait a couple of days because they were going on a little adventure first. The kids groaned and the man's man's wife smiled a hidden smile. She was in on the plan and she loved her husband's belief in the healing properties of the outdoors. The little girl, five years old, had long red hair and freckles and wore sandals with sunflowers separating her big and second toes. Brown-haired, green-eyed boy was wearing blue shorts and a blue t-shirt and blue sneakers. He had just turned eight. They were bareheaded, so Mom slathered their face with sunscreen while Dad pulled backpacks and sleeping bags from the trunk. Fifteen minutes into the woods, the boy cried out. I feel like there out. needs to be some music here. Yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. I Oh, something bad's yeah. going to happen. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Fifteen minutes into the woods, the boy cried out. He shouted that something had grabbed his hand and tried to pull him into the bushes. 
Dad chuckled and told the child that it was probably a branch. It was mid-April and the woods were lush, and that even if it wasn't, if the boy stayed on the trail, none of the monsters in the woods could get to him, because woods monsters didn't like trails. And that outraged the boy, who said it wasn't just a branch. It was a skinny kid in a furry hat, and why did no one ever believe him? Well, it wasn't fair. He said the skinny kid had followed them ever since they walked into the woods. He's right. I saw him, too, the little girl said. And the mother decided the children were hungry, and it might be a good <laughs> idea to stop and have some fruit and nuts. But the father thought that the children should not be catered to, and that their fears should certainly not be indulged. So he insisted they walk another mile into the woods. The mother bit her lip and went along. Starting an argument wouldn't help things, but she made sure she kept the kids in sight because now she was sure her son and daughter were fatigued, too, and when they were hungry and tired, they tended to hit each other. And uh -huh. then, for no reason at all, she remembered hitting her little sister when she was barely old enough to talk. She thought about that last argument they'd had, and before she knew it, she felt a sob lodged in her throat, and she squeezed her eyes shut to get a hold of herself. When she opened them, she caught a glimpse of movement in the bushes next to her son, and she yelped, which made both kids scream. Mom broke out the fruit and nuts, and the family sat in a little tight circle on the trail, and no matter how much they ate, and no matter how many times the father told the kids about the great marshmallows they would roast that night, and how they would be able to look up and see stars, the kids wouldn't stop crying. Then the wind picked up, and the air got colder. Mom took her husband's hand, and she squeezed it, and she raised her eyebrows, and he knew what that meant. They walked back to the car, and all of them felt something chilly and damp on the back of their necks, like something was watching them. Maybe next year they would stop and sleep under the stars. They drove a few minutes around a bend and stopped at Gus's diner for lunch. And after Mom and Dad drank iced tea and discussed Mom's no-good, shiftless ex-husband and argued about how much time they had to spend with him and his sleazy, chain-smoking cocktail waitress girlfriend in St. Louis... Is this about me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh. The little boy said he was bored. Take your sister and go look at the fish in the stream just outside the back door, the father said, because he wanted the kids to forget about the fright they'd had in the woods. Fifteen minutes later, after Mom and Dad had reached an uneasy piece about her no-good ex and his shiftless girlfriend, who had, had invited the whole family up to St. Louis for a let's-get-to-know-each-other better visit, after all... A woman at another table screamed. The visitors from Eureka Springs looked up and there was their little girl staring into the jukebox. She was barefoot, rocking back and forth humming. Her parents thought an animal had climbed onto her head, but then they looked closer and saw it was just a ratty coonskin cap. But what had happened to her sandals? Why was she humming? Was that mud on her legs and why was it red? And where was her big brother? So I'm going to stop there. Oh. But I suggest everybody read it. It really is a good story. Um, it goes on from here, and it tells a story of ghosts and Wiccans and moonshine and backwoods mystery. Um, give it a read, really. I don't know this man. He is not um, in any way. He has no idea that we are talking about him. But it is a, it's a good story. Um, it's not, like I said, it's not a true story. It's based on the legends. Um, uh and I, I told you, I think we're going to go um, in, onto a, 
into uh, Goodnight Hollow in the Jeep today and see if we can find a boy with a coonskin cap. I'll take pictures. Um, yeah, if you find him. <laughs> or if I feel really hungry or if I start crying. So, I know. Or if she doesn't show back up. Yeah, so there's a lot of those stories that... I mean, there's a lot of older stories I was thinking about this that people tell to keep kids out of the woods. Out of the woods, yeah. Because so many things. And so that brings me to this, because I think we have time that we can talk about this. So this is, we're recording this and you're going to hear this a week after three credible Air Force veterans told a congressional committee that there are aliens. Mm -hmm. Ever since that's happened, like I used to go camping in the woods all the time. I'm a little, I'm a little weirded out now. To go, to go, and so the fact that you take your kids into the Ozarks where there are now bears and cougars and mm-hmm. sleep on the ground in the spring when they're all awake. Yeah, this was in 1980, though. I mean, this well, story there weren't was probably bears. No, then. there are still cougars though. Um, because well in bobcats and yeah. fox and all that stuff i don't know yeah i would i mean a tent at least people i know but people do that and i yeah just i i, I don't know i've been reading too much alien stuff um now i'm like scared i'm so glad i have a camper and the door can close and lock yeah but aliens will be able to open well that's that true Oh, way to go. Sorry. Sorry. I have a camper for sale now. <laughs> Sorry about that. I um, mean, uh, the cougars and the bears aren't going to be able to open the doors, no. but the aliens probably have got that figured out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that's um, true? So, all I saw, I have, because I work, I go to work at <laughs> noon. I'm playing a violin <laughs> on and then I get off work at 11.30 on Saturday night. I mean, I'm home for some of that. But really, we just go home to sleep. So the only thing that I have seen is TikTok saying um, the government comes out saying that there's aliens. And none of us care because it's 104 degrees outside and milk costs $5 a gallon. And the, and the earth is burning. Yeah. Um. So here's, here's the thing. Because I did watch some of it. So the problem is... All of these men, I don't believe, I may be saying this wrong, but the original guy had never seen anything with his own eyeballs except memos from other credible people. And he did see that, and he did talk to people. But there were two other people, and if you guys remember, remember that tick, not TikTok, that video with the Air Force pilots of the tic-tac looking thing and they locked onto it and they were like, oh my God, this thing is going crazy and it's doing things we, mm-hmm. do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, it was, tra- it was around, that guy was on there and he has since retired because that was several years ago. And one of the things he said, he's like, look, all three of us are officers. We have had great careers. We've had honors and medals and all of that he said we are very credible people and we are telling you we know these things yeah but they couldn't the other thing i think that makes people suspect is they said we are by law not able to tell you details which is kind of weird um anyway i don't know i just think well of course there are but you're right everybody's like okay 
you know, it hasn't rained here in forever. I, my whole summer was going to be sitting in the creek during the day and doing these shows at night. And we've been to the creek how many times? Because the last time we went to the creek, it was like tub water and it came up to our ankles and there was scummy stuff. Oh, you know, it was, yeah. And you can't even, I don't know, those of you that um, are closer to this area, freaking climate change is real if you have ever been on lake tanicomo like for me who grew up here going out on lake tanicomo it is a completely different animal now you can swim in it you never could swim in it no. when i was in high school it's like 40 something and yeah because yeah. it's a trout lake well now it can't be anymore because it's too hot and all this gross green stuff which has it's always had some green yeah. stuff but this is like so I Gross. read something on one of those uh, Facebook pages, uh, Forsyth, one of the community Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. And I guess there used to be a dredger that went yeah. up and down and that cleared off all of that. But then the funding ran out for the dredger. Right. So there is a... Um, History to it. Yeah, and they're trying to get the dredger back. And so there have been people who have written grants to try and get the dredger back because it's so it's so bad right but now. But here's the deal. The dredger only dredges up that duckweed, which is on the bottom. So there's another guy who's a landscaper, and he's on all the Facebook groups too. And he says that the, the problem with all the scummy stuff that's floating on the top is because... Uh, in Branson, so many people use lawn chemicals that it is flowing into Tanicomo and Table Rock, because Table Rock dumps right into Tanicomo, right? Mm -hmm. And he said between that and the sewage, because here in the Ozarks, we're not regulated very well, and the heat, he said if we didn't have these hot temperatures and the water wasn't so hot, this stuff wouldn't be blooming. So there you go people yeah. that don't believe climate change is real you're stupid um i think i hope that probably like 20 listeners will quit <laughs> listening to us but it's true and um how do we get on that how do we get on the oh because climate change in. is real and it's sitting weird and we don't care if aliens are here because the earth is on fire so yeah. Yeah. Just for the next. Well, and this is the first year in probably three or four that the park hasn't flooded. Like, last yeah, no summer and the summer the before, you couldn't play in the park because, and I mean, my kids are old enough now that they didn't play in the park, but they did go kayak in the park and we would yell at them because my house um, overlooks um, Shadow Rock Park. But, um, but anyway, you can't do that this summer because it's a freaking 105 degrees and yeah, the lake is like bath water. So yeah. there's not, even spring fed creeks are cool, but they're not cold like yeah. they used to be. And um, I know I haven't been to a double A. I feel like it's probably cooler than where we were yeah, sitting at. There's a spring. Because there's a spring yeah. down there. Now, Casey Hole, which you can't get to anymore because people are stupid and they trashed it. it oh, let's so rant bad. about that too. Yeah. If you have children and you are letting them, you, okay, back, back in my day, <laughs> um, there were so many swimming holes you could go to yeah. and people owned the land. They just let you go because people, for the most part, were respectful, but what and we cleaned up after themselves. Yeah. But I mean, people will come and I don't know if they think there are butlers for Swan Creek that know. come and clean up or they don't care. Yeah. But it's obviously kids because they're out there partying like we all did. 
But they're leaving all their yeah. shit. But even as a kid, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really creep party until after I graduated high school because I was too scared of my parents. Because <laughs> my mother was a school teacher and they would have told on me. Mm. That is why. Um, but then when I graduated, I did creep party. But I, re- I mean, we cleaned up after ourselves. Yeah. So we didn't leave it trashed because we wanted to be able to go back. And it's like that generation of people me included have not told their kids if you're gonna go i'm not me included because my children do clean up after Mm -hmm. themselves at the creek not so much at the house yeah but they do i mean we take trash bags they know to take a trash bag and to haul their trash out if they're gonna go but that's why casey hole is closed they had closed holes ford for a while because those people don't want you trashing their land so, so clean you get up it. after yourselves yeah. and tell your children and grandchildren to clean up after themselves so next summer we have somewhere to go. Yeah. Because if that keeps up, we're not going to have anywhere to sleep. Yeah, because I think we're down to like three places maybe, yeah. and I don't blame them. Yeah. Double A, mm-hmm. um, Betty's Hole, which is hard to get to, and there's no parking, and then the place that Dawn goes to that I don't think has a name. No. And it's always trashed. I mean, it's trashed too. Um, but you can't, and it, you can't even submerge in that. It's a sitting in a sitting in a creek chair yeah. type of deal. Yeah, Betty's Hole and Double uh, A, you can at least submerge. So the Ozarks are beautiful. Quit trashing them. I mean, honestly, and I don't know if it's, you know, I sound like an old person. <laughs> I don't know if it's foreigners coming in here and not you know, caring about um, the area because maybe they didn't grow up here and they don't, you know, tell their kids. So I'll tell you this story. One time I was in, uh, I used to live in Tennessee and I was like really, really pregnant. And we hiked down to Fall Creek Falls. And you know, when you're pregnant, like hormonally, you're a crazy person and you might say things that... Mm -hmm. So I'm with my um, then husband and these freaking gross people had two little kids and one of the so fall creek falls is huge and you can die there i mean because there are cliffs that you could fall off so at the overlook these people weren't weren't paying attention and their little four-year-old girl climbed up on the ledge and my then husband grabbed her and set her down and we just looked at her parents and they were like oh so we get down to the bottom of fall creek falls and it's one of the i don't know highest waterfalls in something something i don't know but anyway the father takes the last swig out of his pepsi puts the cap on and throws it over his shoulder (sighs) and i went do you think there's a maid that comes and picks this and I went and got it and I go you know what this pregnant girl is going to carry this out for you because oh I I think my then husband thought that he was going to have to fight somebody (laughs) but I was just like are people stupid yes yes they are well I mean it's just like the park shepherd I pick trash up all all the the time time. Mm -hmm. and I don't I mean it's not like we don't have 15,000 trash cans and people, I don't, under, I mean, there are people that are going to pick up after you at Shepherd, but we've also given you 15,000 trash cans. I know. I went um, floating the other day at the at, on the Buffalo in Arkansas. And, you know, there's a, not only is it a national park, but 
there are there are rangers that come through and there's this big um campaign to keep that river clean and everything and for the first time floating on it i saw trash in the river and um i did pick up some things but i was like oh man people are I don't know. It just makes me want to go find a cabin and freaking... Yeah. And uh, yeah. keep people from swimming in your creek. Yeah. And yeah. put up a gate so people don't swim in my creek. Yeah. All right. That's enough ranting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, we're done. All right. Let me get to the... Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us stars. Subscribe. Go to our social media. Tell us what you want to hear because we're all, you know, we're all ears. Yeah. We try to release on the 1st and 15th of each month. We're still considering maybe doing a once a month for a while. And um, please go to our Patreon and give us some support. We appreciate yeah. that. And go read that story. The oh, Lost... and go read that story. Yeah, the Lost sure. Boys of, or The Lost Boy of the Ozark by Steve Friedman. And the link is in our notes. So. All right. So say goodbye, Dina. Goodbye. Goodbye. And, and remember, oh, <laughs> Tina just did my part. <laughs> Damn, Damn it. it. And remember. <laughs> okay. Whoops. If you liked it, tell all your friends. But if you didn't, keep, keep your, your big, big mouth, mouth shut. shut.